Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, and welcome to the official Broadwaisted podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and we're almost done with 2016, so put on a happy face. <laughs> Some of it felt like days and days, but you're a Broadway baby, so happiness was always on the street where you live. As we get this 2017 sunrise sunset of what was 2016, the lullaby of Broadway brought us show people something to lovely. So to all those cockeyed optimists and people dancing on your graves out there, we're going to talk today about the seasons of love we've experienced when the ushers would say, welcome to the theater. The sun is going to shine because joining us today are the usual uphill climbers and turning roses, including... That's terrible. <laughs> Y'all, that was amazing. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> Kevin, what I miss, Jager. Hey! <laughs> uh, Kimberly, our game master, an unofficial babysitter for the hour. Yes, hello. Ooh, Everyone hello. has a coaster. Everyone has a coaster. Stay safe. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. And with us today, we're welcoming two guests who you've heard here before. Yeah. One's the official Broadway artist and co-creator of the Lights of Broadway show cards. The other does something on social media, like wrote two books or something I don't really know. (laughs) 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 Let's give a big broad-waisted welcome to our friends of the show. Friends of the show. Oh, sorry, I missed that. Friends of the show. My mouth is full of drink. (laughs) Andrew Bradis and Justin Squiggs Robertson. What are we drinking? What are we drinking? (laughs) I'll go first. I'm having tequila and ginger ale out of a Kinky Boots cup. I'm having the same thing out of a Spring Awakening cup. Wow. I'm having a, a Lagunitas little something-something ale, um, which is, um, it, there's a local bar like two blocks from my apartment that has a little something-something night every Tuesday night, and oh. we're recording this on a Tuesday, so after I finish this beer, I'm going to go back to that bar, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to keep drinking the same beer. Consistency. Consistency, yes. Kimberly? I have peach seltzer. Because my stomach's been a little weird today. Okay. Okay. Good. Just, good. Take, what take, is it take a little break. Stay safe. Huh? Oh, but is it a cat's cup? Duh. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> I have a vodka on the rocks, and I brought my own roundabout theater cabaret cup. Oh, yes. Because yes. last time I was on, I said that that was my favorite musical. Yes. And it is, and I still love it. And um, this is from when I went to see it the last time of, like, the six times I saw it on Broadway in the last 20 years. Was that, that was um, 54? 54. Um, Emma Stone. And um, I love all my Sally Bowls, but... Who's your she, original Sally? Susan Egan. 
Oh, she's wow. Megan, oh, wow. And, and she was incredible. Yeah. She was, she, she was great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's always going to be my favorite. Or, but then at the same time, Emma Stone was my last one, and then she's my favorite. I heard she was fantastic. She was really fantastic. She really was. Every single Sally Bowles I've seen has brought something different to the role, and they've all been incredible. It's an an interesting character that, like, you, it's different. There are some characters that aren't that different every time you see it, but I feel like Sally Bowles is a character that, like, really is completely different based on who plays it. Yeah, completely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kate Schindel, Debbie Gibson, um, Michelle Williams. All of them. They've all been have different. You, yeah. Have you seen the clip? Uh, you can find it on YouTube of Judy Dench. Yeah. The, like, well, yes, when she like back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, um, what, either Ken or Ed said that, like, she was their favorite of the Sally Bowles. Oh. Yeah, it's a fantastic hmm. clip. And it's like you, you, you start watching it and you're like, who is that? She looks familiar. Why does she look familiar? And then she starts talking. And you're like, oh my gosh. That's Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> she was young once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she, she has sultry. Been that age Wild. The whole time. Sultry, but damaged. that is the character breakdown yes (laughs) so on today's episode we're gonna break down 2016 and look forward to 2017 break it down 2016 has broken us yeah reciprocate yes we're done now Um, but before we do that you can follow andrew on actor underscore friend or at andrew bradis and uh squigs at at call me squigs correct um, so follow them there. Let's just start with what you all been waiting for. Yes. What? What's that? Oh, I know what this is. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Jager. Yes. <laughs> what have you seen this week? What have you seen this week? Guys, I saw Hamilton. <laughs> you were in the room where it happened? I was actually in the room, and I was real mm-hmm. close in the room, too. Really? So incredible. I want to preface this with... Kevin, Kimberly, and I have not discussed Kevin's opinions on Hamilton yet. Which has been really hard. Yeah. This it's been is a week to the day. A week to the day. <laughs> Literally every time I try to talk to it, uh, talk about it, Brian would be like, save it for the show! Save it for the show! <laughs> so you wouldn't even listen to me. This is so, a really special room to be in yeah. where it's happening now. Absolutely. Wow. You're yeah. welcome. So, yeah. Kevin. We just hung a tie on the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. Oh, 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 oh. Kevin, laid <laughs> laid on us. So, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, I... Okay. For uh, First of all, obvious uh, big shout-out to Matt Doyle for helping me uh, get into the room where it happens. Um, it's just... Honestly, it's just an expertly crafted musical from, like, the writing standpoint, from, like, the direction standpoint, from um, choreography. It was just a well-oiled machine. Writing is really what just blew my mind. Like... Uh, I'll talk about some of the performers in a second, but you could really take any performer and put them into the show and have such a strong impact because the writing is so pure and incredible. Um, But it's interesting what people brought to it because I've been listening to the cast album and preparing myself, and then I went into it now where there's almost no one left in the originals who are in the leads. So I kind of saw it like hearing people's head, like voices in my head ready for it, and then somebody totally different. And... I think this new round of casting was interesting because they did not try to recreate what was leaving in the originals. They went in very different directions. First one that comes to my mind is Mandy Gonzalez uh, playing Angelica. I think she was a very different style um, singer and just emoter than Renee is, which kind of hit me very differently because Angelica, I didn't realize from just listening until you see it, is a very like strong part for... There's a lot of like just looks at her. 
and like her face has to tell you so much without mm-hmm. having like a whole song to talk about it. M- Manny Gonzalez is just so striking on stage that like the light almost didn't have to hit her before she like slams you with that emotion. Oh. Uh, and she did a really cool riff at the end of uh, Satisfied, which I wasn't expecting, which was super fun. Like she got into like her In the Heights kind of place where she's like wailing a bit, <laughs> which I loved. But my favorite performance, I think, uh, obviously, you got to give a shout out to Javier Muniz, who was amazing. Um, but my favorite performance was actually uh, Nicholas Christopher, who's playing George Washington right now. Um, that was never like uh, the whole George Washington song, like, here comes the general, was never one that I always listened to. But it was my favorite part of the entire show. Like, the energy was so high. Yeah. And he just had this, like, amazing emotional, like, Washington is, like, something that doesn't read when you're listening to it, and then you see it, and you're just like, oh, I'm weeping, like, during One Last Time, and it's Mm -hmm. just like, so it's a lot of times, like, the songs you might skip listening to it, and then it's like, oh, no, this is, like, what shaped the way the story is moved, like. So, Kev, can you talk about what Kimberly was talking about in terms of hype, knowing the album, and then finally going to see it? Like, what were things that... You hated on the album that you loved in the show, or things that like you love on the album, or like didn't read for you within the context of the show. Is there something like that? Totes. So, um, one of the things that really struck me was actually there's a part in uh, uh, Quiet Uptown. I loved um, on the album when I listened to it. There's the part where uh, she says like she takes her hand. And she says, it's quiet uptown. And it's this beautiful moment. And then on the, they sing forgiveness. And in my head, I was like, oh, I wish they just let that moment, like, sit for a little bit. Like, she's holding his hand. Like, just give me a breath. Well, and just ah. But then. Oh, no, they say it. You right. just make sense. Sorry. But then when I saw it on stage, like, when the entire ensemble together just sang the word forgiveness mm-hmm. as she reached and held her hand, like, I, like, choked up. And it was like a slap an, in the face, almost, moment. of emotion. Yeah. yeah. And so that it's was like, a really cool moment the tears to kind of see. It's like as if, like, you know, when, like, a raindrop falls and when it lands, it goes, ting. And it's that, that vocal comes right on that, that moment of the hand. And, and that oh, totally. Yeah. It was just, perfect. it was just, it really, like, hits you with that emotion. And then the, it was just, like, it wasn't a moment where they were, like, having a big sign being, like, this is forgiveness. It was just, like, it created, like, this unified voice where, like, you just kind of mm-hmm. felt like that. It was almost like they were hugging just by touching, which was yeah. a really beautiful moment. Like yeah. it exhaled at one time. I was also totally. kind of expecting more of the, like, rip, 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 which they have on the album. Like, I thought they were going to play I'm sorry, did you do that one more time? Do it again. Okay, scratchy kid. Like, like, the remix kind of stuff. But, like, sure. there was a little of it. But like, <laughs> no, but no I, 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 I get what you're saying. When I, I saw the show before the cast album was recorded, and so when I got the cast album, I was like, there was a lot more of the the, the scratching and the yeah, the, and, and, the, so, and like the that kind of digital effects, and it was present when I saw the show and when I saw it again. But it was like in it was deeper in the mix. Totally, to me. Mm-hmm. So, it was not like a loud kind of thing. Which, so squigs yeah. on the flip side, mm-hmm. what was something that you saw in the show before seeing the album, listening to the album, that kind of was a flip-flop. Kind of the, uh, the biggest, the, the best answer, I think, for that is I saw it <clears throat> early in previews at The Public, and One Last, uh, one last yeah. Time was One Last Ride. ride. And so, and it was, you know, they were they were uh, responding to the the Whiskey Rebellion in upstate New York, and they put and, on tri corner hats. Yeah, they, and they go, they, and basically, <laughs> it was it was an, an entire set of co- new costumes for everyone. Like they were all in kind of country, more country, rural, colonial costumes. And it was about uh, Washington heading up, you know, there and taking one last ride. And it was very much like, you know, um, I, you know, 
swashbuckling, almost swashbuckling kind of a thing. But in the context of where it is now, A, it cut a whole set of costumes. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's, it's – <laughs> yeah. No, because I thought about that time too. Yeah. I was just like, no. Yeah. Kimberly, Kimberly actually talks about that moment the most in terms of like – the biggest difference that she loved from, yeah. like cutting that and turning it into and one it, last. It, yeah. it focused it more on the story of 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 him basically setting the tradition of of limiting uh, a leader's you know time yeah. in office. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a it's a point of where it focuses. This more is on the first history. time I picked up my drink. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but it it really it did fo- definitely focus the story yeah. more, and it was less of kind of like oh now we're off to we're off to Rochester or you know mm-hmm. or wherever it was. Yeah. That they were but going. did you find then because I then got the cast album before I saw it again and listening to that song I was like oh I guess that song is pretty and I like did away Mm -hmm. with the other stuff and then when I saw it again I was like Oh no, they made this perfect. Oh no, it, it, yeah. it is. And then they, you know, they have them up on the top of that like moving ladder. Oh, and, the, and just the, the lighting in that scene, the like hallway almost yeah, lighting yeah, that they make yeah. when they switch who's speaking and how about that design? Yeah, yeah, props for the Hamilton for real. designers, uh, yeah. David Corins and So when oh, you saw it, Andrew. Yeah. Um, did you see it pre or post listening to the the album? Post it coming out, but pre Fun fact: I still haven't listened to the album. <laughs> oh no, that's I hadn't. Let's help this I, I conversation. Said, I said I will not listen. You've been waiting to listen. To I, it I was waiting. I was yeah, and I was waiting when to see it. I didn't want to listen to anything, so I just kind of loved uh-huh. lear- what I was like. I, I, I wrote a blog about like things I know about Hamilton that I've learned off of Twitter. I don't know anything, to, <laughs> so I didn't know if it was Skyler or Schuler. I didn't know that how to pronounce their. Life. I didn't know. Um, yeah, sisters, right? Yeah. I, did, I didn't know yeah. how to pronounce their names. I, I thought no, that it, no. I thought the song was called One Shot. Um, I knew that Peggy was who you didn't want to get on the BuzzFeed quiz. I <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like I actually just like okay. I'm just not. I'm scrolling up. Scroll up. I'm not paying attention to it because I don't want to color my opinion of it um, when I saw it. And then I saw it, and I was like, oh yeah, you guys weren't. I'm gonna give the first Carmen Cusick of the night. You guys weren't fucking no. around. Um, it's it is that good. And then for some reason, and all of it, all of it, and honestly, for me, the most emotional thing, not knowing anything about it, right, um, was was the bullet sequence when he goes into the acapella, when he goes into the the hole, and it mm-hmm. and does the rotation. Oh, um, mm-hmm. and and uh, and, I'm, and I have a two really wonderful rewinds on Broadway. As when you go back to Satisfied, the rewind sure. there, and then you go into the rewind in Asheville. Um, in Bright Star. Oh, that's one of my like, favorite. Well, oh, yeah. Yo, I got goosebumps. Yes, yeah. It was like, I was like, you know, give me a rewind. Um, but, so cool. Um, and then I didn't. <laughs> give me I, a rewind. <laughs> and, I, and I loved it. And I was like, it is, every, it is everything that everybody is saying. And then I don't know why I'm not in a cast recording phase in my life. I might get back into it, but I just didn't end up getting it. I say that I, somebody made a Hamilton reference to me on a text recently. And I said, um, I, I don't, what, what, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh, Hamilton mixtape. And I said, oh. You're going to have to always give me context with Hamilton. Um, I've heard the opening number done more with parody lyrics than I've heard it regularly. <laughs> and be- and who is doing that? Yes, and I've heard Satisfied sung more by Rachel Hoffman, who's a casting director at Telsey, from a YouTube series we did than I have heard Satisfied done regularly. Yeah. And I know that's blasphemous. It's just where I'm at in the stage of my um, what I listen to. And honestly, what I listen to when I have time to listen to something, I'm always listening to podcasts or uh, workout music. And that's okay. You- yeah, it's usually good. you guys. I I listen to you guys more than I listen to Hamilton. Oh! Okay 
take that tie off the door. So, Kevin, final thoughts on because you're going to write something for the blog. I am. I'm going to write a little piece about my whole experience because it was just it was really cool. And it would be a whole episode if we keep talking. Yeah, right. We could. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you final words on your Hamilton experience and your Kev for Ham experience. I just. It's been really cool that everybody's been so supportive of me getting in to see this show. And um, as a writer and as just like a creative professional, it was so inspiring to see it. And I'm so amazed, not just at what I saw that night, but like how it's kind of like shot a bolt of lightning through the entire world of Broadway right now. And I'm so excited uh, to find out what the next Kev 4 is going to be to see the next big thing as well. And I think there's a lot of creative minds that are going to be inspired by getting into the room where it happens to see Hamilton. So definitely, I would say go see it, guys. <laughs> oh, two, two, three, two, thumbs three, up. two thumbs up. Three thumbs up from Kev. Yeah. <laughs> Every um, thumb I have is up. So there is... That's three. <laughs> I mean... Abnormalities. <laughs> so after Hamilton, we've actually seen a ton of stuff recently. So instead of talking about what we've seen this week, because we've actually collectively with the five of us have seen an outrageous amount of theater, which yeah. includes Dear Evan Hansen in Transit, La La Land, Hairspray, Puffs, The Bright, I know, but it's, I was expecting a playbill. Um, <laughs> the Bright Star Concert. Um, let's just straight up start talking about 2016, because I'm sure these shows and movie will definitely come up in that conversation. Sure. Totes will. So let's 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 start with our guests. Um, what were some of your favorite shows of the year? Um, I'll I'll start off with I mean uh, Dear Evan Hansen is is really has rocked my world. I saw it at second stage mm-hmm. in the spring and I saw it you know, just saw it on, on the Broadway and I, it's 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 something that's pretty amazing. And um, just incredibly well written and incredibly well performed. Uh, and Pesic and Paul are having quite the year. Yeah, yeah. There's some busy fellows, and um, you know, you know, leading up to that, I mean, there's they've been doing great work for for years. I mean, mm-hmm. the Christmas Story was lovely. Dogfights, mm-hmm. astounding. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 Edges. this <laughs> oh, true, going edge. all the way back. <laughs> wow, way back. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, especially Dear Evan Hansen, and then you know we want to, want to talk about La La Land as well. Yeah, yeah. It's um, you know, they're just really. I mean, they're kind of at the at that you know that, that becoming that star level you know composer team. Absolutely, and uh, we're going to talk about Dear Evan Hansen and La La Land in more depth once Kevin and Kimberly have seen it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. go see both of those because it's probably going to be up for best. Well. Well, it's, it's already, it's well, already started it's already winning nominated. awards. Yeah. I also just like not to take away from Pascal and Paul, um, but just also just bring up um, the um, book writer, which is Stephen Levinson, um, who uh-huh. I feel that um, oh sure, like, there's Masters that, of Sex, mas- yeah, and I think that like oh. there's so much of that. Uh, it's the story, and I know they all work together creating the story, but there were so many moments that I love that they just let the book breathe as a. Now, New York Times, we all know that a book also can be fully sung through, as they tried to say, Hamilton. <laughs> Remember that? that? That was a great yeah. point in 2016. It was like, well, Hamilton <laughs> is all sung through, so there's no book. But like ah, when you... That's um, not how that works. the book is singing. Was, yeah. But what I love, I, I, loved, I, I loved that, that um, there were so many moments in Dear Evan Hansen where they just let it... There, there was, uh, an entire scene would go by, and they just they felt, we don't need to have a song here. And yeah. and I appreciated that. Yeah, um, very much so. And yeah. it was they're really it, smart about what they musicalize. Yes, everyone go see it's it. It's a great cast. <laughs> what else? So let's go. Out. What else, um, Andrew? What did you love this year? Oh, what I love this year since it's it since it's not um, what we're doing 2016. So yeah. I think I began with well, obviously I, 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 Hamilton's 2015. So yes. we yeah, we can yes. we can skip. Um, sorry, I, Kevin. Uh, sorry, Kevin. 
<laughs> Kevin's Hamilton was 26 I'm going to yeah. start and go backwards. Oh, hello. That's That was on my list, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was hello, which um, um, John Mulaney and Nick Kroll, which, fun story, I, um, when I had friends, uh, you know, Sarah Litzinger, who was Broadway's longest burning bell um, in Beauty of the Beast, and then um, Kate Reinders, who was just in Something Rotten, Originating Portia, uh-huh. used, uh, they have a, a band together called Tasty Skank, where they do like, bits of, like, they're like the, the, the hot blonde girls who are singing about, you know, doing pills and screwing guys, and they had this comedy duo that they were, they were doing, and they still do. And they were auditioning for, um, I think I think they were auditioning for the Aspen Comedy Festival in um, at Ars Nova, and it was the two of them, and then it was like two stand-ups, and then these two you know young guys in their mid twenties with sh- Ricky Schick and Go Wigs who got up in like sweater vests and talked in an Upper West Side old man accent, and it was called Oh Hello, and I've been following ten years ago. I've been following the two of them, so every time John Mulaney would pop up as an update guest on Weekend Update or Kroll right. Show came out, I'd be like, "I it's love the, John Mulaney. He's, they're so great." I'd be like, "It's, it's the guy. It's the guys from Ars Nova. Yeah. I saw them, and forty of us were in a room together. So, so to go see how they created this thing and took it from the you know whatever they were doing ten years ago into this big, huge, big, big budget, but big budget, self aware." Um, play with a big love for broadway with a big love for broadway and they have a clear love for the community because it, um if i uh, went to gypsy of the year where they there, yeah. yeah it was amazing they came up and they did all their riffing oh. and they made fun of everybody and then they were like but in a way that was like we're so excited to be here and sometimes outsiders come in and there's an mm-hmm. arrogance to them and the two of them come in and they just couldn't be more appreciative and more um um in love with the community that they're in, Absolutely. and they're just incredible. I, I, they know their material. They know their material. Yes. Who was your tuna guest? Uh, Fred Savage. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Who was your tuna guest? Uh, Seth Meyers. Oh, nice. Well, I was there on, on a press night, so they they, had they a, gave you a good one. Yeah, yeah. Not the Fred yeah, Savage. Sorry. Was, oh no, no. Fred Savage is great, and they, the joke, the what the, the riffs that they can come up with on the, the mm-hmm. fly with these people. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's an um, art. They went on the Bachelor after show, and like interviewed <laughs> the Bachelor castoffs, and what it was. One of my favorite things because I was as, like, as them or as as, as, as oh hello, oh. and I was like, one, who pitched this to them? That was like, <laughs> you need to be on after the final rose, and yeah. then they were like, yeah, okay, see you there, <laughs> and obsessed. Yeah, and uh, then bright star. Yeah, that's on mine too. Yeah. So but speaking of ours Nova. I think yes, my favorite thing, I saw it on your list because I printed it for you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the wildness at Ars Nova, so I think, was my favorite good. experience seeing a show this year, if not, like, <laughs> ever. Thank ever. you. There's your new beer. Sky when was, when was that? When, when was that? It was in the spring. I looked it up to make sure it was 2016. It was. Yeah. It was maybe January to March. Mm-hmm. You can probably look it up by whenever Lauren Warsham had her baby because it was about three weeks after they closed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. She yeah. um, was incredible. And she was insane. And uh, I like, I went back and I took my fiance to see it with me because I was like, I need to be in that room again and I need someone else to be in there with me to like prove that it's that cool. And I was so into it. And then he put blindfolds so on. Sure and then it was real. You're invited to their party, yeah. and they start telling you like why they have this party every year, and like right, right, right. It was so well written. Kyle Jarrow wrote it. I mean, yeah, it Sky Pony's it's about music. throwing away your doubts once a year, about getting in a room with all of your friends and saying what you're doubtful for, and like what you've questioned about yourself this year, and just like throwing it away. And so they ask like people in the audience to like 
give an example. The um, see the audience participation. Um, yeah. This gets me thinking about um, Natasha and Pierre when I went to go see Natasha sure. and Pierre. Oh, and, and I usually hate art- audience I, participation, I, it and scares I scares the crap out of me. Obsessed with mm-hmm. this show because. It felt like you could participate if you want to, and even just sitting there, you're like, I'm participating enough that they can tell that I don't want to talk to them. Yes. <laughs> like, and that's the feeling I got at Natasha and Pierre was yeah. like, they came out, they're like, cool, we're going to be walking here, we're going to throw food at you, you're going to get a drink, and we might give you props, but you don't need to deal with it if you don't... like. It, and I yeah. I had the greatest time at that show. I thought it was the, that experience. Have you seen Guys Seen It yet? Or no, not? I'm, Jan- going... I'm going in January. Yeah, okay, in February. Like, talk about just, I mean, there's many great directors happening. March. <laughs> <laughs> there are many great directors. Sure, we'll talk about, about it in April. Oh, yeah, okay. but because of the wildness, like, Rachel I'm picking Chaffin. one of the banquette seats because I'm just yes. like, no, I want to be in yeah. that. Yes. And also, you're sitting here like, I saw I saw Billy Elliot here. I saw Corum Boy in this room. Like, I, this right. is, you turned this into that? Like, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. And, oh, you're talking about the Natasha Pierre? Yeah, the how they do the, set, yeah. the Imperial. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. They, they, sorry. Um, they, they lost like 300 seats to put in the set how they did it. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, just if you didn't get to see the wildness, you can look up Sky Pony, which is the band that. Uh, Lauren Warsham is a part of that started the music on Spotify. Cool. They have all their albums. Nice. Kev, now that she stole your thing, where are you going? I have a couple other ones. You can talk about Bright Star. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I love me some Bright Star, but the other two that I put on my list were um, SpongeBob when I saw it in Chicago. Um, I had so much fun awesome. at SpongeBob. I, oh, it was just like. Yeah. You just laughed a lot, and, like, the music was always something fresh because it was a different composer every time. So you were just like, where are we going this time? And, like, the actors were just so on point. I'll talk about that a little bit more later. But um, SpongeBob was definitely in my top, as was the Keen Theater Company's uh, revival of Tick, Tick, Boom. Which is um, extended. Which, yeah. So we're just I, I dropping just a Lily Cooper Bang, bang, True. bang. Maybe yeah. that we love Three in a row with Lily Cooper. And Nick Blameyer because he was in SpongeBob as well. Oh, and he and Lily was in SpongeBob. So yeah. yeah. We so have three, but we have three Lilies. So Lily uh, so far is the so I got bingo. I did. Um, I did. <laughs> would you like some candy? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I would say definitely the, the um, Tick Tick Boom was incredible. <laughs> Lily Cooper bingo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a game we play now. I mean, those are my favorite besides Hamilton and the Wildness because oh. I count Hamilton as 2016. Because I just it. done gone saw it. Um, I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna agree with Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna agree with um, Bright Star. I'm gonna also add Color Purple, and she loves me to that. She loves me on my list as well. Yeah. Uh, I oh. thought that and would, Color Purple would you know, really uh, Was Color Purple this year? Uh, it might have opened. We saw it this we year. We saw it yeah. this year. Okay. And I screamed at Cynthia Revo when she was running the New York City Marathon yeah. this year. So I feel like I can. You feel like you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. screamed at you her. You actually—that means you were in the I, show. I, I, sat, yeah. I sat with her in her dressing room while she signed a bunch of uh, Broadway <gasps> show cards. She, was it magic? Yeah. Okay, it was, it was can magic. you run a marathon now? Just being in her I presence. Totally just being, <laughs> 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 you were in the room where it happened. Yeah, yeah. Where her life happened. Nicer. And then also across the hall, Jennifer Holiday had just started. You know, performances. Oh, okay. She was there, but she Jennifer Holiday is now a big old light catcher uh, collector. Oh, really? Wait, what? The day that someone gave her her first card, she went and bought seventy-two packs what? between three different stores. And then the next day, Danielle was leaving the show. Danielle Brooks was mm. leaving Color Purple, and the they took this wonderful picture of Jennifer Holiday holding two of her cards and Danielle holding two of her cards. It's the most amazing well, thing. That's so cool. Amazing. Wait, the so question, cool. has Jennifer Holiday contacted any of us for her props no, press correct. cards? No, incorrect. No. We might need to directly contact her. Yes, we would. Yes. Like. Uh, and I also love She Loves Me because I just thought it was a golden age musical 
perfectly executed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that. It, it, it's, it's kind of a perfect musical to begin with. Like it was the, oh, one of the original, totally. one of the original reviews was it's a bonbon of a musical. And oh, it's that's kind exactly of what it true. Is. And then it was just such a lovely, loving revival. Was, and that Polly Pocket set was phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> so we've all mentioned one show that made our top of the list. So I think we should talk about it now. Because Kevin Kimberly attended the um, concerto, the concert of Bright Star, which was yeah. amazing. Yeah, we did. And it, we leaving the theater, we got sad because we just can't like see it whenever we want. Brian literally like lingered at the door. He was like, <laughs> "I don't want to leave Bright Star though. I want it to stay." It was. <laughs> it was so. Cute. It was so good. And it was if they. I, I didn't know it was live streaming until Act Two. They didn't and really. Yeah, they publicize that. I, as I knew about that. You know. I didn't just because I, 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 I missed that. I, like, and some, and, and Squigs knows about everything. I sit at my desk all day and I just do nothing mm-hmm. but procrastinate <laughs> on, on social media. Same, things. but sometimes if you're looking at the wrong thing, then like you're stuck like playing on you know you know Twitter for you know hours, yeah. and all of a sudden you're like, oh god, I've missed Bright Star, and I got to see Act Broadway Two. Broadway Twitter loves Bright Star. They do. Yeah. <laughs> and it, wow, and I, they do. Yeah. It's funny, and, and you know, you all had it on your list. I I did enjoy it very much, but it was definitely not near the top of my list at all. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I had a conversation and, today with someone who hated it, and I was know, like, I, don't I, I definitely do do not hate it by any means. And and there's so much that I liked, especially in the performances. Bottom line about Bright Star is it's fun. The music yeah. is really good. Um, the supporting performances are excellent. But that show doesn't work without National Treasure Carmen Cusack. No. Mm-mm. The music is. I, I don't remember. I knew the music was good, and I had again. I'm not in my. All cast, right, and then you tuned in Act Two. Act Two, and I'm not again. I'm not in my cast recording yeah. phase. I have. I did download Asheville. It's, it's the only show tune I have song. on my phone. Well, because, speaking of reverses, yeah, well, that's what re- reverses, yeah. But um, so reliving at least that Act Two, those ballads and that that those vocals and everything about that. I was like, oh god, damn, the score is so damn good. Stage. And Carmen oh. Cusick in that eleven o'clock number mm-hmm. that at last. Uh-huh. And and this is you know I'm going to go into it right now. Um, you um, or I want to have a little moment where I talk about Broadway debuts. Um, you can see her in her performance. That it was her Broadway debut, even just last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, one one of these performances I want to talk about. We're talking about like the greatest performances you've seen this year. Uh, Carmen Cusack, Carmen Cusack is one of them. Oh yeah, my the other too. the other one is um, a friend of mine who I watched. Just, can you do me a favor? Oh, yes. Every time you say Carmen Cusack, just preface it with National Treasure. National <laughs> Treasure, Carmen Cusack. Because I don't I think we've so had much. enough of Carmen Cusack on this. We have. Um, let's all go around and say our favorite curse word. <laughs> I'm playing. I don't know. <laughs> what are these words? I'm you just know. Up. I, I really just like money. No. Um. No. <laughs> I don't know. I say it a lot. Great. <laughs> uh, talking about Broadway debuts, um, I have a friend, uh, a good friend of mine, happened to be at my apartment when he got his call that he was going to be making his Broadway debut. Talking about performances that are really yeah. important to you, this was one of them. It was a natural performance because it was real. But um, <laughs> he had been waiting for his call all week, and he didn't even know he was going to get a call because usually when you make to a certain point where you think you're going to call, you don't get the call. You find out on Twitter or Facebook, the phone rings, and we know that this is agent, and we don't know what the call is going to be. And he gets up and walks over two feet over to our kitchen, which is like you know tiny apartment, and he goes over there to the kitchen. And I could see in his eye. You only make your Broadway debut once. You only mm-hmm. hear you're going to get make your Broadway deb- debut once. And I I watched him hear it. I saw his eyes. And in that moment, I watched him hear that he was going to be on Broadway. I started crying. My wife started crying. Um, and literally, like, actually tearing up. 
And because it was that thing where it's like, and he's over 30, and there is a cross-section of this, you know, industry that, you know, they make their abuse at different times. Carmen Cusack made it over 30. To watch this person go through that and experience that. And you could see that I, on Carmen's face. Right? Yes, watching her sing that number. And it was so, they both sort of made sense to me in the yeah. same way. Because you could like, see in her eyes, she still didn't believe there was, it was happening. Yes, that, that you could see her singing that number going, this is a very special moment in my life and in like that mm-hmm. it, it was it it transcends just acting the character yeah um i had i saw that happen in in the live stream last night and i saw that happening when my friend got that that call judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So going off of that, Let's kind of let's combine the category. Let's talk about our favorite performances of the year, as well as still ones that baffled us. So I'm going to go with um, Carmen, obviously, but I'm also going to say um, Danny, in, Danny Burstein in Fiddler. Mm, amazing. I just had never seen have you played like that before, and it really took me by surprise. I'm going to also add Ben Platt to that because I that's like that's special, mm-hmm. um, and I'm also going to add. Um, just to, to like start conversation, mm-hmm. um, Stephanie J. Block in Falsettos doing Breaking Down. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm, I'm I have ama- someone else from Falsettos. I'm, am- on my I'm list. amazed that she has not uh, knock on, everyone knock on wood um, that she has not cut herself. Oh, um, I know, right? Because yeah. she's cu- chopping vegetables in that song. <laughs> so that, I'm going to start yeah, with those. Agree. And Arevo, and Arevo, but she won't. So you can't yeah, say like that was my favorite. Plus, second only in 2015. Okay. Touche. What else baffled people? What else did people love? Oh, I was just going to talk about baffling in a good way. Andrew Rannells in Falsettos mm. is during that song in his hospital room. I was like, you are doing something with stillness that I did not expect from you. Because mm. I'm so used to like, oh, I'm doing this like big, broad, like Girls painting with Mormon. broad strokes. Yeah. Totally. And then he was literally saying an entire ballad from a chair looking ill. And I like could not take my eyes away from him. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. That's a great one. And so that was one that I was just like. Oh, this is not at all how I expected one this show to go because I didn't know anything about it, and two this performance to go because even in the first act it's like this broad seventies gay man, and then mm. oh no, oh. Andrew performances that baffled me. I I had written down, I just didn't know why we had to watch carpool karaoke on the Tonys again. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I got in fights. Not with people. everyone had seen it. <laughs> They're like, not everyone had seen it. I said, you know yes. what? The people who even give a crap about this no. show are 
already saw it. I just yeah. it was like wonderful. It, it was great, but I thought it, it felt sure. like a filler and in a, in a season that, that had so many incredible musicals and so many great performances and this whole like spirit more and like sound design. You could have been more niche there. I don't think people were tuning in for Hamilton. They weren't going to lose. Join. I don't think that like I I Jen Samard in Disaster was incredible. Mm-hmm. But the thing I wasn't <laughs> expecting for Jen Samard to perform on on the Tonys. But then I saw that I was like, well, I mean, really, I mean, you couldn't you, you couldn't could. have you couldn't. Yeah, you yeah. have so much well, other material. And that's the, on, on, you know, we, we had seen it already. It already had hit the airwaves. We'd already seen like that particular thing a week before. Yeah, I mean, there were a few extra little clips, but I mean, one thing that I do appreciate is that James Corden did it. You know, in, in, the, in the, the first place, we didn't have to see it on the Tonys again. Oh yes, completely. And I think James Corden as a host was fantastic. Oh, and I yeah. think that Brilliant. what he did before I was great. Oh. I, I, I the teared up his, his little, little mini mini him. I was like, I was like, oh, <laughs> that my opening gosh. number was beautiful. It was so it was t- so touching. I yeah. thought it was really yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I, and all those kids have your cards. I know. <laughs> Kev, what, totally. what's, what's your baffling or best performances of the year? Um, okay, real quick, best performances. I uh, pitch perfect performance came from Megan McGinnis for Daddy Longlegs. Um, Daddy Longlegs, oh, yeah. Daddy Longlegs, so I've, good. I've literally never sat and watched someone give a absolutely pitch perfect performance, and she was. I mean, she lived in that role for so long that it should be something she can live in. But she was heavenly. It was beautiful. Um, it's going to cause controversy, but. Benjamin Walker and uh, American Psycho. Yeah, we know. I thought that performance was I agree so with you. I thought riveting. It was yeah. And I think that that's just, fair. He was good. Yeah. Just the guts that it took to do that, like to be mm, as, to just be in his underpants. Well, I it wasn't even it was that, but also just <laughs> like he was so exposed and in Absolutely. so many like vulnerable ways. Not even just like <laughs> physically, but emotionally, like throughout the whole show. And I feel like he really did. Regardless of what you think of the overall production, I think he went on an emotional journey that was gripping to watch from beginning to end. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then I also threw I in the entire uh, cast of The Robber Bridegroom. I felt like I was watching the cast of SNL put on a really awesome musical when I saw that show. <laughs> um, Leslie Kreutzer and uh, big shout out to her for kind of like being like the center of the funny. Um, Evan Harrington was also super funny as like so the... Good. The big guy with the the head, um, yeah, just the head. Yeah, the, so I I just thought that was a really awesome group. Greg uh, Hildreth is good. As far as baffling, He's, I just yeah. one of the funniest people. This has so been great. my weird year of following Nick Blameyer around the country, apparently, um, because I stalker. saw him. Hashtag stalker. Know, but to see now him do know. Plankton in SpongeBob, which was such like a interesting concepty kind of show, and then to come to New York and watch him do Tick Tick Boom and Tick Tick Boom, he was so organic and he was so real and alive in that show that it made it like electric to me so to see him do like these two completely different roles in one year was really baffling in a good way so that was my little baffle puffs yeah you're, i was wrong puffs. every everybody yeah. go see puffs if you do you guys were, know what it is no did you make that up no, no. Hufflepuffs? No, no, no yeah it's yeah. the hufflepuff play so what it is oh. it's a 90 minute play no intermission it's this a parody thing? Yeah. yeah yeah oh so it's okay. seven it's the seven years of harry potter as told from the hufflepuff point of view yes and, and it's, it's all parody so they call themselves puffs not hufflepuffs when they sort everyone they just go it's like brave, brave smart <laughs> snake and it's so <laughs> good and they only say like cedric or Mr. Diggory. Like, they never actually say his name or Harry or they just Mr. Call Potter. Him the headmaster. It's like yeah. Do- Dodo. Oh. Yeah, ex- they call him um, Bippy. Bippy. You, instead of Dobby. It's phenomenal. and wicked Dodo instead of Toto. And you all sorted yeah. yourself in this or through Potter? No, they sorted me. They sorted you. We sorted you just yeah. for fun. Just for fun. Did you what are me? you? No, we didn't. What are you? What, oh, you have, what, do you think? what would you ask the, the hat for? Um, I have taken the Pottermore test many times and 
once I got Hufflepuff and three times Gryffindor, I think that I'm probably overall I would ask for a Gryffindor, but I think that I'm a Gryffindor with a Hufflepuff rising. Mm. Mm-hmm. So Kimberly's a... Well, I keep getting sorted into Ravenclaw, and I disagree. Um, we think that Kimberly is a, a Slytherin, Slytherin with a Ravenclaw rising. Yeah. Why am I Slytherin with Hufflepuff rising? Because I want to oh. be different than no, I, all I, the mean kids. I don't know. Even okay. though I was one of the mean kids in like, high school, and that's why we say I'm I love Slytherin. that you're one of the mean kids in high school. I was so mean. Oh, wow. <laughs> so let's, on that note, let's move on to 2017. Real, real quick. Oh, yeah, uh, wasn't there a category it. about, like, uh, crazy uh, uh, oh, gossip? Oh, gossip and stuff? Oh, yes, gossip. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, this isn't so much gossip. This is um, this is something that I overheard okay. um, Robert Bridegroom. <gasps> yes. I was uh, chatting with a few folks, and, and someone we were talking about someone who got to take home their kinky boots, boots. And uh, there's only been two people that have been able to do that now. Uh, one Wayne Brady and one Aaron Finley who just left the show. Oh, I saw oh. Wayne Brady. That's yeah. my that's, yeah. That's my Lola. <laughs> I still haven't seen. But it. then I heard a fun story about uh, about Robert Bridegroom, Coops really? for boots, and about the leather jacket that Stephen Pasquale uh, uh, wore, and uh, and about who made it. I'm, I'm going to call Broadway's Greg Hildreth. <laughs> Hi, Greg Hildreth. <laughs> Who, um, oh, yeah, he's oh my god, my boyfriend? I love Greg Keldreth. <laughs> he's so great. He's so funny. He's well, so Squigs funny. calls him, um, what? Well, oh, here? Oh, well, <gasps> hello, Mr. Greg Hildreth? Yes. Hello. It, it's Squigs. Hi, there. This is Broadway's Greg Hildreth, everybody. Hi. This, Hi. This, is, this is Broad Wasted Podcast, and we're, and we're actually uh, recording right now. Oh, my god. I know. Is, uh, did you just feel all the pressure? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, we all did. Oh, uh, hang on. We're, we're doing a sound adjustment right now. Hello? Hello, Hello Greg? Hello? Oh, you're, you're, you're in our ears. You're in Wait, our, this is in, great to know. You're in, our yeah. can, you're in our cans, actually. Oh, I'm Brian, by the way. A, yes. Hi, Brian. Hi, Hi. I'm Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. I've heard all such wonderful things about you guys and the podcast. Oh, really? Oh, I love that. You've got to come. I have yet to listen, I'm ashamed to say, but I will now. And and you should be a guest sometime. And Andrew Andrew Braid is here as well. This is Andrew. I'm I'm married to Sarah Jenkins, who was in CanCan with you. Oh, hi, Andrew. He's like, wait, what? I like... Yeah, it's Andrew. What's (laughs) up? There was just... There was so much in... I mean, if you you just said your name, I would... (laughs) (laughs) For the record, we're like, we follow each other on Instagram. I love CanCan. Oh God! Oh well, let's start. Okay. It. Don't, we don't, we, we start love on can-can. Believe me, I love, I love the can can. I okay. um, story. Okay, here's the story. And um, no, Greg, I was just telling them that we have this little section that we're talking about right now as far as ridiculous gossip, and yeah. and I was saying that I had overheard a rumor, and um, I, I I about Stephen Pasquale's. Uh, how do you say Pasquale or Pasquale? Pasquale. Pasquale. We did it. We solved the mystery. <laughs> yes, fantastic. <laughs> exactly. Now the world will know. Um, but uh, and the world. Oh, so see, sorry, see, where, nice. see where we're at? Uh, um, but no, about oh, the, the leather jacket that Stephen wore yeah. in The Robber Bridegroom, which was a fantastic production and has a wonderful recording. Um, but now, so so what's the story behind this jacket? He goes into his fitting for his costumes. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, go it ahead. Was, it was, the story was that Emily Rebholtz, the costume designer, was having difficulty. She She had to find someone that could make a leather jacket. And so there's this, I, apparently this person, I can't remember their name, this designer slash, um, you know, clothing maker that works for the New York City Ballet who specializes in um, leather, making like leather clothes. Hot. 
And so, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so Emily commissioned this coat to be made by this woman or man. I can't remember. God damn it. Um, anyway, <laughs> she went she went to like go check on the progress of the coat up at the New York city ballet. And, um, the, the person that was there was like, Oh, I won't, I won't actually be there. Um, but my associate Daniel will be there and Daniel can take care of you. And she's like, Oh, great, great. So she gets there and she's like, hi, I'm here to see Daniel. I'm here to see Daniel about this leather coat. And the person there was like, Oh yeah, just a second. Out shuffles Daniel day Lewis with, with this leather coat that he had been making. I wish you could see show. everybody's face because we just all lit up at the same time. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know what his next role is. Is he playing a leather smith? Like a, a leather <laughs> worker. But he was like method. learning. He was I like apprenticing at the, in the costume shop at the New York City Ballet and like learning how to work with leather. So, so, Jeez. so Daniel Day-Lewis made that jacket. Yes. yes. <laughs> that's the rumor. That's 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 the ridiculous gossip of 2016. That's the best that's thing the I've gossip. ever heard. I think yeah. we can move on to 2017. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We're ready. My, that's all yeah, we needed. Amazing. But Greg, you gotta you gotta get on this podcast. You would have so much yeah. fun. Um, so, so he's already been on. Oh, you don't get to go I've on got, now, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! But thank you. I'll come drink and chat. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Please, please come join us, and we might record it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Greg. Thank you so Thanks, much. Man. See you soon. You're welcome, guys. Enjoy. Bye. 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 Um, that was awesome. That was, that was fun. That was now perfect. I know that you can. Game changer. Opens up a lot. The game changer. I'm so excited about 2017 because of that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're looking? Let's go around the table. Let's start with Andrew. Let's talk about t- Keep uh, on my page. two things that you're looking forward to, oh, as man. well as one Tony prediction. Oh, yeah. No, um, <clears throat> I only have uh, two things. Uh, you can just say one. Oh, yeah, yeah one. Okay, just yeah. One twice. No, I, am, I am really excited for Mean Girls. Mean Girls, the musical. <gasps> yeah. That's going to be having its lab in April. Really? And, yeah. In, in DC, Girls, right? Exciting. The, the lab's happening in April, um, and then it's going to DC in, mm-hmm. um, in the fall. And um, it's... Uh, Written by uh, Tina Fey, mm-hmm. um, and Jeff, her husband's doing the music, yes, right? Jeff Richmond, and uh, and a busy lady. She's a busy lady, and mm. she's incredible, and it's gonna be great. And then um, Casey Nicholas is directing it. Right? Oh, and, brilliant! Again, yeah. a crazy busy people. And the thing, the reason I'm, I'm so excited about Mean Girls is because, well, one, I love Mean Girls, but also because um, their foundation comes from theater, like Tina and Jeff, mm-hmm. but then went off to another world and have what they've like learned. Come back. And you combine them all together with Casey and everything. I just think it's going to be something different than we've seen from an adaptation of a film to a musical. Yeah. And I'm very excited about it. Um, and then what was the other question? One Tony prediction. Um, they're going to be in June. <laughs> Killed it! It's so it's so early to talk about that. I mean, yeah, but there's oh, definitely some amazing stuff already. There's 47 new musicals, yeah. so they're all going to be in June. Um, uh, Kimberly, you're announced up. today. Ten oh, weeks. Yeah, you are. Sunday in the park with Joe. You stole my thing. We can go that. together. I'll riff on it after. Like, <laughs> like Rama Lama Lama. What? You can go together. Oh yeah, I get it. So you talk about the production. I'll talk about the new theater. Oh, definitely. Because I'm. Actually, very interested in the new theater, but don't know a lot I, about it. I have some bits of, of tidbits <laughs> of information that I'm going to pull out of my brain. That's amazing. <laughs> anyway, I'm just excited because Sunday is my favorite musical, uh, and also mine. Yay! And I heard such wonderful things about the concert that I did not get to see. It was really lovely. I heard like that they fixed some problems that happened in full productions, and that like 
things were quieter but more exciting. And then I listened to everything that was available on YouTube the next day. And I was like, I didn't have a lot of faith in Jake Gyllenhaal. And then I listened to him finish the hat. And I was like, no, you can't do this. He really pleasantly surprised me. Very pleasantly surprised me. (laughs) But, like, it is one of those, I used to call it my breakup CD. Like... In college, move on. Yeah. Jeez, no, it was finishing the hat. I would listen to be like, "That's right, I just need to be an artist, and they just don't get it, and I'll be fine later." It's yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just thanks, Mandy. How did Mandy get in here? Mandy's been here the whole time. One of the best things I've ever seen was the revival at Studio Fifty Four. Like only because I didn't see. I missed it. I wasn't in town. I saw that one. It was beautiful. It was. It really was. It's so good. But yes, it is coming to a brand new Broadway theater. Tell us about it. Yeah. Well, okay. The Hudson Theater. Tell me about it, Squig. (laughs) Tell me about it, Stud. Um, Glad you caught that line. The Hudson uh, Theater is uh, is there on Forty Fourth Street. Once the, the the theater reopens, it will be officially the oldest Broadway house open. It it opened. Bef- a week before the Lyceum opened, oh. literally a week, and it was owned by a couple uh, that ended up on the Titanic. A couple of what? Oh, and oh. yeah, it just got yeah, good timing, ah. good timing on that. <laughs> <laughs> and the husband uh, drowned, and with a lot of their jewels and stuff. But she got on the last lifeboat, and so I got to go on a tour of this theater in like just last week, and, and it's, it's really pretty cool. It's That's in the midst so cool. of, of uh, renovation, but um, so everyone is expecting this woman to sell the theater, you know, uh, you know, just because it was mainly her husband that was running it, but she 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 hung on to this theater um, and and essentially becoming like the first Broadway female Broadway producer, and then she held on to it until she sold. She had an offer to sell it for a really extraordinary amount of money in 1929, and she refused. Oh! And then the the, the stock market crash happened, and then a few years later, she ended up selling it for a fraction of the amount uh, and stuff. But it's uh, along the way, it's been a uh, it, you know as a lot of Broadway theaters became TV houses. It, at different times, it was owned by CBS or NBC. It was the very first place that um, the Tonight Show aired with Steve Allen, and then later Jack Parr. It was where uh, Elvis, after his um, uh, Ed Sullivan show appearance. He did Jailhouse Rock on the stage there. Uh-huh. Um, wow. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. There's um, uh, in the lobby there are these great um, Tiffany domes. Like uh, not, you, it's not like uh, Tiffany glass that you can see through, but it's like this yeah, incandescent oh. glass, three domes. And then there's like a there's a strip around the the proscenium around the edges <laughs> of the of the balconies that have that kind of uh, uh, iridescent glass. It's really a beautiful beautiful theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Kev, yeah, anything? You're or are you done now that you saw Hamilton? Oh. <laughs> um, this year, I'm really excited about Broadway Con and uh, the Broadway team being there. For yeah, the yeah, Saturday. we're gonna Broadway do that. Uh, are, you guys, are you guys doing a, um, a panel, or are you doing? Uh, so we have no. a booth. We're just gonna do some informal right. panels with people at yeah. the booth. So Great. if you come to our booth, we're gonna do. Um, Kimberly's gonna lead some uh, trivia sessions and some yeah. questions. I'll give you a pop um, quiz. We're gonna be nice. selling super cool swag at the booth. So anyone out there listening, like you gotta come down. It's gonna be an amazing time. Maybe we can do some uh, some uh, cooperative uh, sessions between Broadwaysted and the Lights of Broadway show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe we'll be close somewhere in this. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, not gonna be, be nice. a huge. Yeah, I think <laughs> huge room, but we'll we'll find you. We'll, we'll find you. We'll find <laughs> you too. Yeah. It's only a jab. It. Yeah. But we're like, yeah. you can come to our booth and we'll come to yours and we might have a portable mic and go around and ask people questions and yeah. nice. ask, ask you what you've seen this week. <laughs> no, um, and then um, as far as Tony predictions, I think that, uh, I that. 
the, this year's going to be really intense in the best actress in a musical category. It's going to be a bloodbath. Like, think about it. Like <laughs> Emily Ashford now. Well, Emily Ashford, oh. Patty Lapone, Christine Ebersole, Glenn Close. No, she, she's Bette Midler. Bette Midler. Oh, Glenn Close can't be, yeah, because she won it for that. Oh, right. She won still, it. Oh, Double no, Jeopardy? We, they, haven't, they haven't said, because I mean, it's a new production. It's not like Alan Cumming and Cabaret when it came back. It was the same production. Mm. I don't know if they've said. Oh, interesting. Like a weird Double Jeopardy rule about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know if they've said. But even if you take Glenn Close out. Ashley Judd. Uh, yeah, new right. musical, Double Jeopardy. The musical. I would see that. 17-year-old Kimberly, all about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. even if you take Glenn Close out of the running, it is going to be like Broadway diva fest. And I think yeah, because you're also going to have so Miss Saigon. You're also going to have oh. Philippa Sue. Philippa Sue. Just looking ahead, in March, literally six shows are opening in March right now. There are 14 shows opening in April, most of which in the final two weeks. So, Because um, there's, yeah, there's seven opening... Is it eight now? The week before the Tony deadline? Uh, I'm, it, it, yeah, I'm sure. There's at least one. I think they typically have it, one opens per day, <laughs> like for that like final like week. Yeah. yeah. It's just going to be... It's going to be uh, so That crazy. one busy week yeah. of April. So of the things that I'm looking forward to... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we have things that are coming out. Um, I haven't seen Comet yet. I'm super excited to see Comet. Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Amelie, Miss Saigon, um, Groundhog's Day, World pa- War Paint... Um, and Sunny in the Park. I'm really looking forward to Sweeney. Mm-hmm. Sweeney, yes. So this is going to be totally out there. But I'm, I had an amazing time there last year, and it's happening again. Um, the Broadway oh, yeah. Spelling Bee. Oh. So um, there's this great charity called Broadway Bound Kids. Okay. And what they do is they bring after-school programs, educational programs for, uh, Broadway-wise, to um, kids that don't have that. So um, you know, they, they, they get that education in theater and how to express themselves, mm-hmm. and they do that. And but it's a semester-based program, and they have a performance at the end. My friend of mine taught up in a school yeah. of the Bronx for a while. So what it's they really do every cool. year in May is they do a spelling bee. Um, wow. It's hosted by the original creators of the spelling bee, 25th Annual Putnam. Um, and what they oh, wait, do really? is... Yeah. yeah. Oh, that and part I didn't know. There are like oh, 10, awesome. one person from each Broadway show is a part of this adult spelling bee. It's it. Everyone drinks. There's cheating. It's so much fun. Amazing. When does that happen? That's May Monday, May eighth. That's what I'm. I, I had such a good time last year that I'm super excited about it this year. Yeah. But show wise, I'm I'm really. I've never seen Miss Saigon before. Really? Wow. Yeah. So I'm all in. Wow. Oh, you're gonna cry so hard. It's so good. Yeah. I've never um, seen Cats, but I've seen Miss Saigon. I did. I did yeah. see it. Well, it's uh, Broadway's broad nostalgia. It's like let's bring back Broadway's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a. I have a real Tony nomination. I think it's going to be the whole year is going to be Evan versus Comet. Yeah, sure. really. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. I, um, I think Ben is going to win. I think Evan's going to win, and I think that Borel's going to get two nominations. That's that's that. my hunch. I think he's going to get a oh, Marvin and, and a Willy Wonka nomination. Yeah. You guys, but we have so much coming in in the spring. Yeah, so, I really like, think, like, b- believe me, I, make... I know that it, there's so much coming. You're totally right. Right. But, like, I with, think he's going to get two of them. Willy Wonka, I think, is, is, a, is a really perfect role for this guy. Yeah. 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 And I, cool. I played a, um, when I was uh, nine, I played um, a Goose's Gloop in a bootleg production of Willy mm. Wonka and the Chocolate mm. Factory with all the original songs. So You're a I'll, glooper. Do you have gloopers? Uh, oh, yeah. And I'll be, so I'll be watching this performance yeah. of all those actors. I'll be like, I, you know, well, I'm why aren't you doing judging. it now? Because what, it is adults. It is adults I wasn't called kids. in. <laughs> so before we head out this evening, we didn't play any games. No. The, um, do we want to play one quick game? Do you want to play one quick one? Yeah, yeah let's do sure. it. It's the, called, was that this year? 
Yay! Oh, oh good. <laughs> and I'm just going to list off some things, and you tell me if that was this year or not. Oh, wow. Great. Bright Star opened on Broadway. No. Was that this year? Yes. No. Yes, it was. Yes, yes it was. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy Long Legs became the first musical to be live-streamed yes, online. It was. Yes, yes, it was. Incorrect. That was December of 2015. Oh, snap. Oh. Damn it. Tuck Everlasting opened on Broadway. Yes, yes. yes. Dames at Sea closed on Broadway. No. No. Yes, January. Oh, yeah. Trickery. Um, School of Rock opened on Broadway. No, no, correct. No. That was in November 2015. Right. Allegiance closed on Broadway. Yes. Right. Amazing Grace closed on Broadway. No, no. no. That, was <laughs> that was October year. of 2015. Uh, Finding Why Neverland closed on Broadway. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, that yes. was just this summer. Cameron McIntosh told understudies not to tweet their dates. Yes. 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 That was this year. A reading of Prince of Egypt was canceled after yes. Twitter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> or not diverse enough, sorry. Hamilton's Ham for Ham lottery moved to an online platform. Yes. yes. Yeah, that was this oh, year, was January. This year? Okay. Kevin, oh, Kevin doesn't know. He got it um, very, very easily. Sorry. A video of Cynthia Erivo singing I Can Do Better Than That at Marie's Crisis went viral. No. Yes. In my world, apparently. No. No, that was October 2015. Oh, I knew. Barbara Streisand released a behind-the-scenes video of her, Daisy Ridley, and Anne Hathaway <laughs> recording at the ballet. Yeah. That made Brian and me cry for yeah. two full days. Yes, it did. Uh, Wait. That was this year. Wait. What? It's like a house recording studio. Yeah. Oh, if you have not seen Julie Andrews do at the ballet on YouTube in the oh. 70s, and there's like, she does all the parts. Stop it. Yes. Look up Julie Andrews doing at the ballet. Okay. Do you want to do, Brian, do you want to play one quick Lights of Broadway game? Yeah, let's do it. This is called Binge and Purge. 2016 has been a year of binging on Netflix. Oh, that yeah. has starred a lot of our favorite Broadway people. Oh, wow. So. Gilmore Girls, too. What? <laughs> Wait. Sun Foster, Carrie Butler, Sun Foster. Mm. Uh, Kelly Bishop. Anyway, whoever wants to go can take four from the top. Kevin's, and, Kevin's already in there. I'm in it. And you need to create to me the next binge-worthy Netflix drama and/or comedy. Anyone who wants to can just let's, take let's four do, from the top. Let's do Kevin, oh Andrew, God. and Squigs. Just something that you think the Broadway community would like to binge on Netflix, Amazon Prime, or okay. Hulu. Okay, <laughs> so I whoever's have, ready, so, go. Okay, so I'm going to make a a rock opera version of. Wolf Hall Parts 1 and 2 <laughs> nice. that stars Cheetah Rivera, Andrew Randalls, and Len Carew. Len Carew. Carew. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Is it? I thought it was Len Carew. I, I thought too. it was too. Len Carew. It's in a lyric of something. That's how I know. Blue Skadoo, Len Carew. So yeah, I would put them all <laughs> together in like some a crazy rock musical version of Wolf Hall Part 1 and 2. Amazing. And it would be really epic. Andrew. I have a, um, a Netflix uh, docu-series, melodrama. No, it's written. So I have a, ne- a Netflix series called Next to Normal with the number two in between. <laughs> um, and um, it stars Benjamin Walker and Audrey McDonald. And um, they're married. And um, they are, it's their whole, like, like it's their kind of, like, crazy drama. It's kind of funny. And there's, like, weird things that happen. And they're friends with their next-door neighbor called Annalie Ashford. But then they find out later that she's actually their grandmother. <gasps> and um, it's called Next to Normal. I didn't really try hard. Sorry, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> Honestly, wow. I would watch that. So. <laughs> wow. I would, too. Yeah. Anything with a twist, yeah. Netflix loves. Oh, wait, sorry. She's their grand... No, no. Like wait. dead grandmother? No, it was that. Is that she was their daughter slash also their grandmother. It was oh, like, better she was, Sorry, she was an old lady, and you find out there she's the daughter. Anyway, it's Okay, sucks. great. Anyway. I got it. I want to write for TV, guys. Wow. I, 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 did, <laughs> I, I made a kind of a random draw, but I, I drew uh, uh, Joe Mantello and uh, Kander and Ebb and Michael Bennett. Not a rare card. And, and Anna <laughs> Via Fagne. 
so I'm going to say it's it's going to be a um, uh, a made for TV uh, musical directed by Joe Mantello and also uh, with a cameo appearance by Joe Mantello because he's he's an amazing actor. Um, And uh, the music written by uh, John Kander and the ghost of Fred Ebb. And, Yo, ghost uh, musicals are, except yeah. for Ghost, are phenomenal. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> and then and also directed and choreographed by the ghost of Michael Bennett. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So it's all, and almost it's 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 going to break ground uh, as, as one of the only like half ghost led zoom half the people in your <laughs> list <laughs> half, half ghost led um, TV uh, straight to TV. Yo, you ghost know. led okay. musicals. And what is and Anna's role? Starring uh, um, Anna Viafanye uh, as. Um, as a, as a school teacher, and, and it's just a rolling uh, uh, on a guest cast, and you learn oh. things, and it's called La Escuela. Oh, oh, I, oh I like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And through a lot of oh, dance, a lot of dance, and some really, um, really cool, um, cool tunes. We have talked about a lot of things, and I think what we've learned from tonight is that Kevin gives Hamilton a thumbs up. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to miss Bright Star. We love Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, Andrew gives Comet two big thumbs up. We want to thank everybody. I don't know. That's not what came from this. Um, but don't forget that we end every episode with a quote. Isn't it's good? Isn't it grand? Isn't it great? Isn't it swell? Isn't it fun? Isn't it nowadays? That was a good one for the end of the year. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Well, and, and before we zoot to up bum... Don't forget to follow Andrew and Twigs on their... Uh, if you listen to this, you probably already do. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's very, very likely. Uh, but I just, thank I, you. And thank you all of you. We yeah, started, thank you and Google. We started this in May. <laughs> we want to thank every one of you that listens every week. Every one of you has listened at least once. Um, we really want to thank you very much for accepting us into your week, ma- making us make your week feel joyful, making your week a little bit more drunk. <laughs> um, like so thank one. you yep. all. Thank you can to I, everyone who tweets to us. Everyone oh, wait, who what? called. Yeah, can I pop in here just real quick? Of course you can. You know, and I, you know, one of the things that I just love about this podcast and about you know uh, similar things, annoying actor friend, uh, Twitter accounts that that make people talk, um, the the lights of Broadway cards. It's something especially needed right now, where uh, it's we're doing our best to create some art, some something fun that brings people together. And so congratulations on doing that. Thanks. And all of you yeah. who all of you who listen, you can do the same thing. You know, use your resources, most of which, you know, you can social media is free right up, well, at least as of now. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like use use what resources you have to make something. Put it out there. Don't have any expectations necessarily, but make something that like that makes people happy. And yeah. I think that's uh, yeah. that's what you guys do and um and I'm, I'm, I'm so happy and honored to be a part of this. I, I second oh, and squid. I second and third that. Um, I want you all to right now blue blue back 15 seconds and listen to what Squid just said again yeah. because that's perfect. Yeah. You know what that is. Just, know, oh yeah. Just that tap that 15 second doop. back and now it's 30. But that was perfect. Squid, that was perfect. Thank you. Thank you. So, much. so once again, um, uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at @broadwasted. Uh, go on iTunes, subscribe to us if you haven't, if this is the first time you're listening to us, um, or um, please rate or review us. Five stars, please. Five stars, please. please. Um, but I let's, have. Let's pick a... I, of course. Let's, let's give a, um, a huge congrats to 2016. Some parts of you were super <laughs> shy. But, like, can you, can you read what you tweeted today? Because it really, to me, it summed up the year. Um, 
I said uh, 2016 also gave us Bright Star, so calm the F down. We got our one thing. Oh, cheers. cheers. Cheers to the Bright Star in your life, whether yes. it was American Psycho or whether it was Tuck or whether it was Hamilton or whether it was Color Purple or Fiddler, whatever it was, something rotten. Let's, let's cheers, and as we always do every week... Zuzuat Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Follow Happy your New own year. bright star. Follow your own bright star. Hey, it's Leslie Udom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.